Blog Talk Radio. It's that time, America. Your very own nationally award-winning family radio talk show. Let's Talk America with host Shayla Thornton is set to air now. We feature the trending news stories, the timely interviews you want to hear, and the hottest music in the industry. This show truly is news talk for everyone. Let others know right now that you're tuned into quality news talk that matters. You're listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. The broadcast begins now, now, now. Well, good Tuesday evening to you, and welcome to the national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton. It is Tuesday, July the 18th, 2017, and we're broadcasting live. Welcome to a brand new week and a brand new broadcast for us. Now, I trust you're having a great week so far. After all, we're a little over midway for July, and we are quickly approaching August. Now, stay with us for the upcoming summer weeks for more original programming and balanced news talk for you and every single member of your household. Now, we have some very unique and engaging content aimed to keep you informed in a very timely manner because we get, we certainly understand that you're busy. Please remember that we offer quality and professional news talk in a very congested and crowded industry. I don't need to tell anyone that. Now, if this is your very first time tuning in to Let's Talk America Radio, I welcome you with open arms, and we certainly hope that you return to listen to future episodes. Now, if you miss any part of this particular show where you want to listen to previously aired episodes of Let's Talk America Radio, simply listen to our replay podcast at your convenience. Visit LTA Radio. Again, visit ltaradio.com. And there you're going to find some other pretty neat material pertaining to our show. Now, Let's Talk America Radio is a national award-winning family radio program offering informative news talk to every member of your household, of your family, regardless of generation or age. Now, we've had the amazing opportunity to be on air for four years, and we have presented the exclusive interviews on so many diverse topics with leading experts and celebrity guests out there. We will continue to cover the topics that matter to you, including health, law, politics, education, business, finance, music, and pop culture, and so much more. Right now, I would kindly ask that you please use the hashtag LTA Radio. Use the hashtag LTA Radio on your favorite social media outlet. And the hashtag LTA Radio can be all caps or lowercase. It does not matter. But let others know on Facebook, on Twitter, on Snapchat, on Instagram that you are tuned into your very own homegrown radio talk show. And you certainly want them to jump on board as well. Keep in mind that we do follow back on social media, so use the hashtag LTA Radio so we can find you and again, certainly connect. Well, with each episode of Let's Talk America Radio, we aim to impress and inform, and tonight is no exception. Let's get ready to be informed on the top trending issues. First up, Daria Torres is arguably the fastest female swimmer in the U.S., 
She entered her first international swimming competition at the young age of 14 years old and competed in her first Olympic Games just a few years later in 1984. At the Beijing Olympic Games in 2008, Dara became the oldest swimmer to compete in the Olympic Games. Now, she did take three silver medals home, including the infamous heartbreaking 50-meter freestyle race where she missed the gold medal by just one one-hundredth of a second. Now, in total, Dara has competed in five Olympic Games and has won a whopping 12 medals in her entire Olympic career. She's adored by millions, and she joins us tonight to discuss a health condition very personal for her. You want to stay tuned in. Also, did you know that one in four women and one in eight men have been victims of severe physical violence by an intimate partner? Where the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence works with facial plastic surgeons who actually volunteer their services to assist survivors in removing the physical scars of abuse. The one and only Dr. Benjamin Song joins us tonight, and of course, he's been on the program before, and he's a dual board certified plastic surgeon who focuses on head and neck surgery, along with facial plastic and reconstructive surgery. The Atlanta-based physician will offer his take on this very serious social issue. Stay with us. Also, being overweight in the U.S. is not just an issue for humans, but pets also. The one and only Dr. Kirk Berninger, a researcher at Bainfield Pet Hospital, joins us tonight to discuss the growing trend and consequences of overweight pets. This very timely segment is ideal for someone listening in now. And lastly, between 40 and 50% of women of screening age have dense breasts, putting them at a higher risk of developing breast cancer and leaving them and their physicians with a multitude of unanswered questions about the best path forward when it comes to breast cancer screening. Now, with a new FDA approval, there are more options to screen this large population of women. Dr. Sally Friedwall will join us tonight to explain 3D mammography and more, so stay with us. Please remember to message or inbox a friend right now and let them know that Let's Talk America Radio is broadcasting and we're putting the spotlight on things that matter to you, okay? We're talking about social issues such as domestic violence and also your health, what matters more. So tune in and remember, always tell a friend and use hashtag LTA Radio. In mere seconds, we're excited to feature our signature in the news and this is where we highlight the top trending news of the day. And it's been a very busy day. I probably don't have to tell many of you that. We highlight trending news, highlight great talk, and we love to present phenomenal music. And I'm so excited tonight. We have a world debut here on the program. We are presenting the music of the one and only gospel sensation, Sherwin Gardner. So you want to stay tuned in to this musical retract by him. You are listening to Let's Talk America Radio, where we offer news, talk, and music. Let's get it. This is Shirley, and we just love listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thorpe. Hi, my name is Kavarga, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Hi, my name is Nicole Dodd, and I'm tuning in every Tuesday at 7.30 to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. This is Audrey, and I'm listening to Let's Talk America with Shayna Thornton. This is such an awesome show. If you're not connected, you really need to be. Bold Favorite Magazine is the leadership lifestyle magazine highlighting bold people, organizations, and causes that inspire us to live fearlessly. Feature your business to our email list of 250,000 people all over the globe and on our engaged social media platforms. Bold Favorite prides itself on pairing your business with empowering articles and profiles to ensure you are seen and appreciated by people who want to support you. And bonus, advertise with us to feature your product on television programs produced by our parent company at no additional cost. Visit 
visit goldsabermagazine.com or call 866-611-3753 to get started today. The future favors the bold. Be fearless. Welcome back, everyone. Of course, with each episode, we would like to acknowledge our dedicated listeners. Your support means so much. Thank you for sticking with us and also telling family, friends, and colleagues. We received the feedback from our new listeners, and 9 out of 10, they've been referred to our programming from you, our loyal listeners. Of course, many of you tune in live with the broadcast on Tuesday nights at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, but many of you go back and listen to the replay podcast at your convenience because, after all, you have busy lives, and we thank you so much for the support, and believe it or not, we're just getting started. We have more original programming for you here in 2017. Of course, I'd be remiss if I did not acknowledge and thank our national sponsors and partners. Thank you for everything. Uh, Your support truly is priceless. Now, if you're listening to my voice and you're with an organization and you're searching for innovative ways to brand your business or your concept, please send us a quick email for one of our team members to discuss uh, different advertising options with you. You can send us an email at admin at ltaradio.com. Again, that's A-D-M-I-N at ltaradio.com. Do stay connected with Let's Talk America Radio. Well, everyone, it is now time for our signature in the news, and this is where we highlight the top trending news of the day. And, of course, it's been one busy day. Quick housekeeping note, Let's Talk America Radio has partnered with SCB-TV Channel 182 out of Georgia. That's featured there on the Charter Network, and we present the televised edition of In the News. Check us out. The quickest way to find that footage is visit ltaradio.com. Visit ltaradio.com and simply click on the Vimeo link, and there you can stay up to date. But right now, we're set to deliver In the News for the radio show. In the News. Failed health care bill. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell and other GOP members of the Senate had an ambitious plan to repeal Obamacare. That plan faltered earlier today because there was not enough support for the new bill. Now, amid the news of the failure to pass the Better Care Reconciliation Act, President Donald Trump told reporters during a luncheon that he was very disappointed by Senate Republicans' inability to pass health care. He did add that his new plan is to let Obamacare fail, and then the Democrats are going to come to him. That's a quote. In the news, deadly flooding. The aftermath of a deadly flash flood in Arizona have left nine people dead. The search for the remaining missing persons continues this week, including that of a 27-year-old man. Officials have reported that the dead included three-year-old and five-year-old girls, two seven-year-old boys, and a 13-year-old boy. We will keep you posted as more details emerge. And finally, in the news, open case in Indiana. State police are planning to release a composite sketch this week of the main suspect and the killings of two teenage girls who disappeared from a hiking trail near their hometown in northern Indiana back in February of this year. The sketch is an artist composite of the information collected by all of the agencies involved in the ongoing double murder investigation. Now, the FBI is involved as well. Investigators consider the sketch a very important development in the ongoing investigation. If you happen to have any information on this case, do contact the police at 844-459-5786. 
Well, everyone, this concludes this week's edition of In the News. What are your thoughts on any of the trending news stories? Connect with us on Twitter. Our handle there is S.S. Thornton. The handle for us is S-S-T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N. That's Twitter, and we love Twitter because we share breaking news stories 24 hours a day around the clock. So if you're a news junkie, you're going to love connecting with us on Twitter. Or if you just simply like to stay informed, do connect with Let's Talk America Radio. Well, very soon we'll be talking to the one and only. She's considered one of the fastest swimmers in the world. It's Derek Torres. And she speaks with me exclusively about a health condition that's very up close and personal with her. You're listening to Let's Talk America Radio. We offer news, talk, and music. This is Lanita Mitchell Blackwell, editor-in-chief of Old Favor Magazine, and you are listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. Stay tuned in, America. Welcome back, everyone. It is now time for our Inspirational Corner, and this is where we highlight one motivational statement intended to get you through your week. And tonight's statement is right on time for someone. It says, you don't have to have it all figured out to move forward. Again, tonight's statement says, you don't have to have it all figured out to move forward. I think that statement is obvious and it speaks for itself. So many times we want to have that blueprint, that plan for our life, and it's certainly great to have a plan to move forward and take action, but we don't always have to have it 100% complete. If you're still trying to figure out what you want to do and how you want to do it, it certainly doesn't mean you can't put one foot forward and keep it moving because after all, some of the greatest discoveries, some of the best potential have been discovered in the midst of moving along. Life is all about a journey, and you have to keep moving to discover what the next great hit will be. Well, everyone, I'm so excited because in a few seconds, we're talking to a woman that knows a thing or two about success. She's an Olympic swimmer. She's won so many gold and silver medals. I'm talking about Derek Torres, and she is joining me to talk about a health condition that she wants to put on the podium right now and highlight. Stay with us in Mirza and the one and only five-time Olympic swimmer, Dara Torres, joins us. This is Atlanta-based gospel singer, Davina Williams. You can find me at www.davinawilliams.wix.com slash gospel singer. And you are listening to Let's Talk America with host Shane Thornton. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Well, of course, here on the program, we put the spotlight on the people and the topics you want to know more about. And many of us, of course, know the name of Dara Torres. Of course, she is a five-time Olympian, known as the fastest female swimmer in the world. We have her on the program tonight to talk about something very personal with her, her psoriasis story. And she's also joined by the one and only dermatologist, Dr. Shane Chapman. Welcome, both of you, to the program. Boy, we should have her introduce us more often, yeah, that huh? Great. That was yeah, great. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> we are excited to have both of you on to talk about a health topic that many people don't talk about. Erin, why have you chosen to lend your efforts to this important cause? Well, I feel like my platform with swimming uh, has been so tremendous that I want to be able to lend my voice. I actually am a psoriasis sufferer. I first was diagnosed back in the 92 uh, era when I was training for the 92 Olympic Games. I had these red patches on my uh, elbows that were very flaky and itchy, and I just assumed it was maybe something in the chlorine uh, or in the water. And so I didn't really think 
much about it. And then when I realized it wasn't going away and no one else had it, I decided to go see my dermatologist, and that's when I was first diagnosed with psoriatic disease. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very honored to, uh, to partner with Celgene and Oteza for the Show More of You campaign and to really just lend my voice uh, and share my experiences with psoriatic disease. Wow, and that's so important. Um, obviously, someone as well-known and recognizable as yourself lending your efforts to uh, this health campaign, if you will, this health awareness is so important. For someone that's saying, well, that sort of sounds like my symptoms, but there are, you know, so many people, maybe they already have another underlying health condition, don't want to go to the doctor and hear one more piece of news thinking, well, here I am again, now I've got to go back on this journey to figure out what's wrong. What would be your advice to them? I would say definitely go see your doctor, but I have another advice too, which is a wonderful website called showmoreview.com. And uh, what what we did is we did a photo shoot with famed photographer Martin Scholler, uh, myself and four other people suffering with psoriatic disease. And it was just really a lot of fun. Uh, The pictures are posted on the website, showmoreview.com. And the reason why I loved it is because, and I love this website, is because we have people who are suffering from psoriatic disease, both psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis, upload their photos, share their stories, and it's just very inspiring. So for those of you who might be a little hesitant to go see your dermatologist first, go to this website and you can learn more about what psoriatic disease is. I love that, and that's so important. Shannon, I want to turn my sights to you. Um, They're saying over 7 million people have this condition. Do we know why? So you're right, 7 million to 8 million Americans have psoriasis. It is very common. Probably somebody you know has psoriasis, a family member or friend or something like that. Um, The epidemiology is probably not changing. We we know that psoriasis is a genetically-based disease. In other words, you're sort of born with a predisposition that that you could develop psoriasis, and as you go through life, there are different triggers that come in and out of your life that could actually flare it up or, or cause psoriasis to, to become more pronounced. So a lot of it's a genetically-based disease with environmental triggers. Well, and you said there can be uh, different situations that can trigger that. What would that be? So like Dara said, stress can certainly trigger a lot of things, but it definitely triggers psoriasis. In fact, it, it triggers psoriasis in most patients who have it. There are certain kinds of medications that can make psoriasis worse. Beta blockers are one. Um, okay. A lot of people are on beta blockers and that sort of thing. But you should talk to your doctor about that um, to, to decide if that's true or not. And then uh, infections, uh, strep throat. A lot of people get strep infections. Uh-huh. Uh, that can also trigger psoriasis. And there are a myriad of, of other things that can do it as well. I see. Now, I know you also mentioned uh, the numbers. There will probably know someone that has it. Maybe they haven't been diagnosed exactly yet. But do we know if females get it more than men, or is it a certain age where it's triggered? Do we know? We know that. Uh, it's uh, not uh, gender-specific, so it affects men and uh, women equally. Um, you, there's two, two bumps, if you will, in, in one's life where you're more likely to get psoriasis uh, in your 20s and in your 50s. Uh, the, the arthritis component, psoriatic arthritis, okay. uh, patients can also get that too. About 30% of patients with psoriasis also get psoriatic arthritis. You tend to get the psoriatic arthritis a little bit later in life, in your 30s, 40s, and 50s. Uh, so even if you don't have psoriatic arthritis in your 20s, that doesn't mean you're not going to get it later on. 
I see, and that's important to note. And I can only imagine that the treatment uh, for this health condition has evolved within the last 20 years. That's a great lead, and you are correct. 20 to 25 years ago, we did some barbaric things to patients trying to help them. We would admit them to the hospital. We oh, wow. would put tar on their skin, use light therapy to treat, oh, treat the psoriasis, and that was okay. It, it worked. Uh, but now we're, we're much more refined and specific. We have injectables for psoriasis. And the Show More of You campaign also highlights a, a new pill, a relatively new pill in the last three years called Otesla. The generic name is Aprimalast. And this pill, okay. patients really like to take a pill uh, more than an injection. It's very safe, it's effective, and it requires no lab monitoring. And I have to ask this, I mean, we have a diverse population that listens here um, of all ethnicity groups. I know um, Derek described how it appeared on her. For individuals that may be of other ethnicities or the skin may be darker, are there different symptoms they would see? So darker, darker skin tends to be less red and, and more high, what we call hyperpigmented or a little bit more brown, maybe violaceous. Dermatologists use, we have our colors and, and names for colors. But the scale is the same. And in some ways, this white, silvery scale in darker skin actually is shown, the contrast is even greater, so it's even harder to hide. Uh, so the white, silvery scale still shows up. I see. Thank you for the information. Darren, I want to turn my back to you before we close. You've won so many things. You've succeeded in so many areas. Um, and here's this health challenge, but yet you continue to even conquer this. Uh, tell us, how, what motivates you to just do it all? Well, it's like I said a little earlier, I feel like I've been very blessed to have gone to Olympic Games and had such a wonderful career that why not use this platform to be able to talk about something that I've suffered that may help other people who are suffering from this and may be embarrassed about it. Absolutely. And, of course, we have to have you on. We have so many uh, young individuals, middle-aged and older, who admire Olympians. Uh, any advice for anyone that uh, wants to succeed, maybe not necessarily at sports as you did, but maybe they want to be the, the best in IT or in engineering? Or what would be your advice? You know, I, my advice that I always tell uh, people is to set goals. Uh, there would be mornings when I would get up when I was a little older and I was training where I just wanted to turn my alarm off, turn over, and go back to bed in my comfy bed. But then I realized, for me personally, my goals obviously included making a fifth Olympic team, and so I knew I wasn't going to do that if I just laid in bed. So I'm very much about setting goals. I think that that, that goes for all people who, are, what, no matter what they are doing or what their uh, careers are. I love that. Great advice. Such an honor to have you on. Before you all leave us, what website, again, I know you mentioned it, but can our national and international listeners visit for more information? Sure. The website is showmoreofyou.com, and it's live and running. You can go there today and have a look at it. You can post your photographs and, and give an inspirational saying as well. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us here on Let's Thanks. Talk America Radio. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Are you looking for a family-based radio talk show that addresses the relevant issues and concerns of today? You have found the right option. Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton is your award-winning radio talk show that's for every member of the family. Check out our brand new website by visiting www.letstalkamericawithshanathornton.com. Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton is talk radio with substance. Tune in. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Of course, here on the program, we put the spotlight on those issues that concern you and what matters more than what impacts your neighbors, or perhaps your own household, 
or maybe how you grew up. I'm talking about domestic violence. Did you know that every three seconds here in the U.S., someone is physically abused by an intimate partner? That can be a husband, a boyfriend, girlfriend, or partner in general, and that's pretty disturbing. We're putting the spotlight on something we've never discussed before, the role uh, perhaps that plastic surgery can play uh, for those who have been physically abused. We're so excited to have back on the program the one and only board-certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Benjamin Song. Dr. Song, welcome back to the program. Thank you very much for having me. I'm excited to have you on uh, talking about a very unpleasant situation, but one that is very prevalent, unfortunately. I mentioned uh, every three seconds someone is physically abused by someone that's supposed to love them, to be caring, um, but they're abusing them. And uh, it, it was eye-opening for me to realize that plastic surgery can play a role for those women and men that have been so physically distorted. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. Um I mean, injuries, any injury, whether or not it's from domestic violence or an accident or, you know, something like cancer, um, they're all sort of considered injuries. And, and certainly reconstruction is, is, a, is the best way to, you know, undo what, what has been done. And, and domestic violence, it goes even further with, you know, emotional scars from the injuries that, yes. you know, serve, serve as daily reminders of, of what happened. Wow. And tell me this, uh, the physical abuse that um, goes on out there, and especially yourself being board-certified plastic surgeon, you and your colleagues, what's the most common um, surgery performed um, on these individuals who have suffered under the uh, physical and emotional abuse? Yeah, I mean, it's typically scar revision, right? Um, I mean, almost any scar needs to be revised. So, for instance, if it could be a small scar all the way to gigantic, you know, scars that need to be revised, um, you know, I've seen people who are acid attack victims, which is a terrible, terrible issue uh, yeah. and really, really difficult to treat, um, all the way down to just tiny asymmetries in, like, a lip that, that, that you know, really bother oh, wow. them because, and, you know, the average human being out there wouldn't notice it. Wow. And so, I mean, and I think something for us to remember, it's not just at the hands of that uh, partner or someone that's supposed to love them. They could also be using um, other objects to abuse people. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Uh, I've seen injuries from knife, box cutters, um, oh, you know, all, so- all sorts of different weird things that, you know, just happen to be laying around the house. Any, any household object could-, could be used in an abusive situation. Wow. I mean, and I know you're one board certified plastic surgeon, but of course you um, have many colleagues in the industry. But for yourself, what motivated you to get involved to um, help and lend your pro bono skills to uh, individuals who've suffered at the hands of intimate partners? Well, I, you know, from just my, my own personal perspective, I, I sort of feel it's, you know, incumbent upon every human being to look at how they can give back to their society from a humanitarian perspective. You know, fortunately for me, I was never around a household where abuse was occurring, and I really don't yes. have anybody clo- close to me in my family that, or friends yes. network that was abused. But, uh, you know, I went to 14 years of training and started this practice. Okay. And, you know, ultimately you come to the, to, to the idea that, you know, money and fame and celebrity aren't necessarily important. I mean, you got to live and, and take care of yourself yes. and your family. But Absolutely. Uh, at, the, at the end of the day, it, it's, it's a good idea to look back and say, how do I give back to, to society as, as a whole and yes. my, lo- my local community? Yeah, and, and it is about community. We are connected as one with humanity. Before you leave us, I have to ask you this. I mean, the healing of someone who uh, 
prayerfully gets out of that relationship of abuse of any sort. But when you see them and you are performing plastic surgery on them to uh, beautify them again, of course, they're, they're beautiful inside and out regardless, but for them to add confidence, what is that journey like for that patient that you see that's experienced uh, abuse? <clears throat> well, I mean, the, the, there's, there's two, two types of healing that are occurring there. One is a physical healing and two is an emotional healing. Uh, essentially, they come in with, with, with this daily reminder that, that something happened and, you know, it could be a twisted nose from being broken. That, you know, we need to do a rhinoplasty on or a scar revision like I already have talked about. Um, and then, you know, when, if you can sort of erase that memory or help, you know, put that memory behind them, it helps them move on with their life. Love that. And where can our listeners go for more information about your work and the work of others in the industry helping those who have been victims? Um, NCADV, National Coalition Against Domestic Violence, NCADV.org, um, is, is the main national organization, and they can help uh, people find surgeons local to their area that, that, that are, do this pro bono type work. I mean, most people don't want to travel really far to, to have their surgeries done. And um, they have a whole network of people that they work with around the country uh, to try and you know, keep, keep people local. Um, and then, you know, if, if they care to call my office, um, you know, the, the website again is Kalos, K-A-L-O-S, PlasticSurgery.com. Always a pleasure to have you on, Dr. Stone. Thank you for everything you're doing in your profession and for the community. Uh, thank you very much for having me. Hello, everyone. I'm Latasha Matthews from Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Well, of course, here on the program, we spotlight those trending issues that concern you. And what matters more than the beloved members of your family? Talking about our pets and pet owners, this one is for you specifically. Do you know which states have the most overweight pets in the nation? Uh Uh-oh, yikes. You may be surprised to learn that being overweight isn't just a problem for us humans, but also our beloved pets, okay? Here to share uh, more about the Banfield 7th Annual State of Pet Health Report is the one and only veterinarian, Dr. Kurt Berenger. Welcome to the program, doctor. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Uh, excited to have you on. Uh, a little disappointed to hear this news that our pets can be considered overweight. Now, you know there's someone listening to us in San Jose, California, saying, well, maybe I need to lose a few pounds, but what's the big deal that my cat seems to be a little uh, puffy or plump, if you will, and she's cute that way, right? Well, they certainly can be cute, but they can also be cute at an ideal weight as well. And what we've been seeing over the past 10 years is uh, is a huge increase in the number of overweight pets. It's increased by about 160 to 170 percent over those 10 years. And being overweight, even just a few pounds overweight in pets, has been linked with numerous health consequences. There's been over 20 different diseases that have been linked with pets being overweight, and that includes things like diabetes in cats as well as arthritis in dogs. 
And, Doctor, it sounds like some of the same issues we have as humans. Is that properly to make that connection? That's correct. We see a lot of the same health conditions, including heart disease and even respiratory diseases, and we'll see those in humans as well. Is there a correlation between our weight and our pets? I mean, are we to blame for this uh, epidemic? Well, there's a number of different factors that really contribute to pets becoming overweight. And over the past 10 years or so, we've seen that pets have become more and more like members of our family. And uh, it becomes very easy for us to give them too many treats because we tend to use treats as a form of communication and for us to show our love and affection to our pets. Oh, it's fair to say as pet owners we're part to blame. Well, partly to blame, but we can also do a lot to help improve our pet's weights. For example, uh, replacing those high-calorie treats with low-calorie treats, such as baby carrots for dogs. We can also, instead of giving them treats, give them a love and affection through belly rubs or playing with them by throwing a ball uh, with cats. Even small changes in cats can have big long-term benefits for their health. So using a laser pointer or even a feather toy for about five to ten minutes a day can, uh, can really impact their weight long-term. Now, of course, as human beings, we know we're overweight because our beloved physicians tell us. But for our pets, I mean, how exactly will we know? Well, right now, because there's so many overweight pets, one out of three pets being overweight, uh, it's hard for people to recognize that their pets are overweight because it looks so normal now. But what they can look for on their pet is they can do a bird's eye view of them and they want to look and be able to see that there's a bit of a tuck to the waistline. If we can't see that waistline or if there's a bulge around the waist, that could indicate that the pet's overweight. Additionally, they should be able to run their hands across the ribs and feel those ribs pretty readily. If they can't feel the ribs, the pet might be overweight. If they can feel the ribs but they can also see the ribs, that might indicate that their pet is underweight. And in either of those cases, they should really partner with their veterinarian to address that. Okay, and that's important uh, to know. Uh, any lasting advice for pet owners who uh, probably already know <laughs> deep down inside the pet is a little overweight or uh, probably not saying a little, they are, um, or if they've gone to a veterinarian, the veterinarian has confirmed it. I mean, I'm sure it's just like finding out that we have some health issues. We're not very excited about it. Um, any advice that would get us over the guilt? I know you brought up uh, let's avoid those high-calorie treats that we do, but anything else emotionally to get us on the right track? Well, I think what's important to note is that it's not because you don't love your pet that they've become overweight. It's because you do love your pet. And it's not just, um, you know, there's many factors that play into them being overweight, including they could have other disease conditions, like arthritis can prevent them from actually being very active, and so it's easier for them to put on weight. So it's not necessarily 100% the pet owner's fault. Uh, but what people can do is that they can take action, they can partner with their veterinarian to come up with what is the best nutrition plan and the best exercise plan for my pets to get them to an ideal weight. And so they can take action and they do have the power to really improve their pet's quality of life long term. Good information. And I have to ask this with adulthood, the older we get, the more likely we are to be obese. We know those numbers are true. Is that true for our uh, beloved cats and dogs as well? It's actually very interesting because when we look at our geriatric population in dogs, that's about the same that we see for middle-aged dogs. So we have about the same number of overweight pets there. 
But in cats, it's a little different. It actually drops off as they get greater than 10 years of age. And that's because we'll see a number of diseases in cats that they, as they age that we won't see in dogs that cause them to lose weight. For example, uh, kidney disease is a very common one. We can also see hyperthyroidism, and that's contributing to seeing pets be at a lower weight as they age. I have to ask this before you leave. I know the southeastern part of the United States deals with a lot of obesity, stroke bell. Is that true for our pets? Do, that, do we happen to know if that correlates with obesity and other health issues as well? So actually in the southeastern part of the United States, um, we're not saying that it correlates the same way it does with humans. And so we actually found that the least obese states in pets were where we saw the greatest rates of obesity in humans. Now, we're not entirely sure why that has occurred, uh, but there has been uh, some conjecture that it may be due to a lack of preventive care. And so we ended up looking at pets in their states. Uh, are they not receiving the preventive care necessarily that they need? And we used a marker for that, and that was what is their intestinal parasite prevalence? And that actually is higher in those states than it is in other states likely because they're not getting routine fecal exams to identify the parasites and not getting deworming to take care of those parasites. In either case, uh, preventive care is very important both to prevent pets from becoming overweight and to address these other concerns such as intestinal parasites. Wow, which is so critical overall, the overall state of our health. We love them. Let's do right by them and get them on the right track. What a pleasure to speak with you, Doctor. Where can our national and international listeners go for more information about everything you spoke about? To get more information from the State of Pet Health, you can go to stateofpethealth.com and get state-specific information as well as disease-specific information. What a pleasure. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. You're listening to the Let's Talk About the Radio. Stay tuned in. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Well, of course, here on the program, we often put the spotlight on those health issues that concern you. And did you know that between 40 and 50% of women of screening age have dense breasts, and putting them actually at a higher risk of developing breast cancer and often leaving them and their doctors with a multitude of unanswered questions about the best path forward when it comes to breast cancer screening. Now, with the new FDA approval identifying the gene exam as superior for women with dense breasts, there's finally clear direction on how to screen this large population of women. And so what a very timely topic, I'm sure, for someone listening to us right now. So I am so excited to welcome someone on that certainly knows a lot about this and because she has expertise in the area. I'm talking about the one and only Dr. Sarah Friedwall, and she is here to talk about this and more. Welcome to the program, doctor. Thank you so much. So excited to have you on. I do want to uh, note for our national listening audience, you are Chief of Breast and Women's Imaging at Northwestern Memorial Hospital. Honored to have you on. Now, this is um, an issue, a concern that I guess a lot of people don't think about. We have heard of women uh, with dense breast tissue, but didn't quite realize it was difficult and challenging for them um, to have uh, mammograms. Explain. Yes, it is uh, much more difficult for us as radiologists. We are the ones who read the mammograms. Okay. And I use the analogy of clouds in the sky. So women who have dense breasts, it's like a very cloudy day, and a small cancer can look like a cloud. So um, it's, it's hard to see through those clouds, but if you have fattier breasts, it's more like a sunny day, and we can see those abnormal clouds very easily. 
I see. And, and, and this is just a background information check. Um, are women, women who have dense breasts, I mean, is that belonging to a certain population of age? Does it worsen with age or is it based off race? Do we know? Uh, definitely women who are younger tend to have That's denser okay. breasts, um, okay. and they tend to, as you get older, get uh, replaced with fat, um, which is good for us, maybe uh, unhappy for patients. But okay. um, we get to see those cancers a little bit better, and so um, the breast tissue does hide some cancers um, for us. Wow. So uh, the significance of this new FDA approval, I mean, I, I would only imagine, I'm, I'm no medical expert like you, but it would make it easier to identify any problems, right? Certainly. So we know that uh, 3D mammography has uh, been shown to find more cancers, particularly in women with dense breasts. Um, the other major advantage is that we're calling fewer people back for unnecessary testing for false alarms. Mm-hmm. So it's really exciting technology. Wow, all the way around, everybody wins. Now, tell us exactly what is the Genius 3D, um, this whole concept, and how long has it been out? Um, This um, mammography machine was FDA approved in 2011. It was the first machine uh, that um, showed this benefit, and all of our research has been done on this machine. So um, we're very confident with the results and finding more, more cancers. Now, I'm just assuming for someone that's walking in to get their mammogram in Greenville, South Carolina, uh, is it for certain we know they're getting a 3D or perhaps it's a 2D machine? Is that right? It's possible. So um, although uh, 3D mammography is now replacing 2D mammography, it's available in all 50 states. Not all facilities have it yet. It's expensive to purchase, and so um, sometimes the funds are just not available at the time to purchase it. But if you um, are able to find a breast center that has it, that would be uh, very much recommended. I see. And and would there be any advantage from your professional opinion for women that don't have dense breasts to uh, have the 3D mammogram? Would that make a difference? Um, so it, uh, we, we show these benefits in all women, actually. Oh, wow. So it, um, not just women who have dense breasts, so it's important okay. um, to have it regardless. Wow. And uh, what should women and doctors, their medical partners, consider when discussing screening options? Because, you know, there's someone right now saying, well, I'm going to my gynecologist or going to my family practitioner in a month or two, getting ready to talk about having all of these exams, uh, mammograms. Uh, What should be on the table? Well, um, all women uh, over the age of 40 should get a mammogram every year. So um, it's uh, best if you can get a 3D mammogram. But... Honestly, a 2D mammogram is better than no mammogram, so um, it's very important to get screened certainly every year. And if you can get the Genius 3D mammography, that would be best. That would be great. And and as a radiologist, obviously, uh, you're seeing a lot of test results on the other side, but uh, would you recommend, as some medical experts have said, that uh, women continue to do their own self-breast exams throughout the month? It's certainly uh, my advice to get to know what your breasts feel like. So they can change month to month. um, And so to understand really the general uh, landscape of your breast is is very important so that if you do feel a change that uh, occurs longer than a month, then definitely come in. I see. What great information, only empowering those throughout every community, doctor. And tell us where our national listeners can go for more information about everything you discussed tonight. Um, sure. Um, you can visit genius3dnearme.com to okay. find out where, where the machines are located. 
Awesome. Thank you so much for all of the information. May we all stay well. Thanks. Thank you. Hi, this is College Senior at the College of Worcester, Brenda Core, and you're listening to Let's Talk America Radio with Shana Thornton. Well, everyone, that's a wrap for tonight's edition of Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton Radio Show. But be certain to join us next week for a brand new broadcast with new guests and new topics. Remember, you can stay tuned in 24 hours around the clock by visiting LTARadio.com. Visit LTARadio.com. And always remember when you're out there on social media to use our hashtag LTA Radio. All caps or lowercase, it does not matter. Well, of course, we love featuring awesome conversation and presenting all Awesome music. And tonight I'm so excited for this world debut for the music of Sherwin Gardner. Gospel sensation Sherwin Gardner, this is his latest hit titled Because of You. Certainly enjoy and stay tuned in. Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton Radio Show offers news, talk, and music. Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton Radio Show is an entity of Patchett and Thomas Enterprises, LLC. All content original, copyright 2017. Views of the guests are their own. They do not reflect those of the production or staff of Let's Talk America Radio. For more information, please visit www.ltaradio.com. Hey. Because of you, breathe because of you, I owe everything to you, sing because of you, do everything because of you, I lift my hands because of you, I owe everything to you, sing
Raise your hand. 